0: Wa Come to hadith number thirty four today, tremendous hadith has to do with the heading, the importance of the environment of the person who is given da'wah. Every Muslim is responsible for paying attention to his environment, the environment of his children, doing the best that he can possibly do in order to safeguard from those things that will compromise their Islam, and so forth and so on. So today's hadith is about the importance that the da'i, the Muslim, gives to his environment. Everyone has to look at his environment he has to consider it, the pros and the cons of it. The dangers and the benefits and so forth and so on. Verily, this is from what the Prophet was upon, sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and that's why he made hijrah from Mecca to Al Madinah. And all of those prophets and the messengers who are the ulul azm that Allah mentioned in the Quran, fasbir kama sabara ulul azmi minar rasul. Be patient. The way the five major prophets and messengers were patient. The first one being Noah. Noah and then Ibrahim, and then Musa, and then Isa, and then Muhammad all of those prophets made Hijrah all of them did something about the environment that they were in to go to another environment to worship Allah so as a Muslim we have a responsibility to pay attention to your environment that's one of the main benefits from today's hadith, hadith number 34 so young brothers you have to think about getting married to a sister who's going to help your environment You don't want to get married to someone who's going to be diametrically opposed to the boat That you're trying to go in a particular direction in. So do I know you marry a woman from Al Kitab? It's permissible, no one makes that haram But the Muslims should try to get in the first row, on, right, on the right side The Prophet mentioned to us in a number of hadith Things that would have shown indicate that he used to encourage the people to try to even be in competition with the malaika, even with the malaika. We can never be in total absolute competition with them. But he says, sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam, ala tasuffuna kama malaika tu'inda rabbiha. Why don't you people line up for the prayer the way the angels line up for the prayer? They said, how do the line, angels line up for the salah, Ya Rasulullah, because they pray, they pray in the jama'ah. The Prophet says, Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam, يتمونا السفوف, awwal fi The angels, when they come to pray, they come and they fill in the first row, and then the second row, and then the third row. They don't start the prayer from somewhere else, and there are gaps in the row. That's how he's telling us, sallallahu alayhi wa them. don't do the prayer the way we do it here in Green Lane Masjid, and the vast majority of Masajid. where it's the responsibility of everybody here when you come here, you have to fill in and plug in any space that's in front of you. You should not pray back there, and there's spaces in front of you. So the point of the hadith is, he said that the mala'ika, they do this, so you should be in competition Can't you do like they do? He said, not only do they fill in the first row But they also come together يتراسون They put their bodies together In Green Lane Masjid, like most masjids People don't do that There's a sunnah that's mahjura A shahid, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Encouraged the Muslims Compete with the Malaika that That's the point And he used to do that in a number of things when he prayed the salat with the people and he read Surah Ar-Rahman. And Surah rahman is the statement of Allah that was repeated many times. فَبِأَيِّ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانَ And he mentioned it, kept mentioning it. After the prayer, he turned around to the companions, he said, Could you not have been better than the mala'ika? Mali, Mali, Ara Al أَحْسَنْ مِنْكُمْ Rabbihim. Why is it? Not the malaik, the jinn He said, why is it that I see that the jinn are better than you people in their answer He said, every time I read the ayat فَبِأَيِّ أَلَاءِ Which of the favors of your Lord would you deny Bani Adam and the jinn And it's mentioned multiple times Rasulullah said every time he read that ayat There were jinn who were there And when they heard the ayat They responded and they said We won't deny or reject any of the favors of our Lord So although the Prophet didn't tell them to say that He didn't teach them to say that The fact that he told them Why don't you be like the jinn? So the Muslims should be in that issue of In that race of Trying to make his environment the best as possible So don't marry the lady from Ahlul Kitab If you can help it and don't marry a lady who doesn't have any deen gotta be on the same page so that's what today's topic is about and it's the tremendous hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri may Allah be pleased with him the Prophet sallallahu said that there was a man from Bani Israel who killed 99 people and then he wanted to make Toba. I mean this is a real story like some of the mass murderers that we've grown up with and that we've heard about what you got to do is go to the YouTube, I wouldn't encourage you this, this is knowledge is not beneficial. But there are a lot of crazy mass murderers who have historically got off on just killing people. One of them from Milwaukee in America, he was killing them and eating them, keeping their bodies in the refrigerator. This particular man killed 99 people and then he wanted to make toba. So he came and he asked the community, guide me to someone who has knowledge, I want to know, can I make toba? The community had husn al-dhan They had a good opinion about a man who was in the masjid praying A man who's a zahid, a rahib He is very religious That's what the people see him as being very religious So the people believe and he think They think this guy knows the deen So that husn al-dhan doesn't work in this case because it's not enough to have just ikhlas It's not enough just to pray in the first row It's not enough to have a long beard It's not enough to have the nice hijab You got to make sure that person knows the religion If you're going to ask them about the religion Umar al-Anhu Doing his khilafa, He was told by a man who was with him Ya Mir al You see that man walking over there? He said, why don't you put him in your cabinet? I love that man And he's a good person He will really help the Islamic State and the community I, I said, do you know him? you really know him? He said, yes I know him He asked him, did you do this with him? Did you do that with him? Did you do this with him? Did you do that one? You ate with him? You slept with him? You traveled with him? You did business with him? Did you do any of that? He said, I never did any of that He said, well Lahi, you don't know that man And this is the point He said, you just saw that man in the masjid bowing and making sajda Now you think you know him? You don't know that man now, the fact that he's bowing in the masjid, he's in a masjid is a good sign. Because we have a hadith and statements of the companions that they would say a man was a munafiq if they didn't see him coming to the masjid. So that's true. If he's in a masjid, it's a good sign. We don't throw everything out the window. But you don't know that man. So that guy who you see in Ramadan other than Ramadan, and he's crying loud, loud. He may have his ikhlas. And he comes to you and says, Can you please borrow me 2,000 pounds? And you don't know that man, you say, he was crying in the masjid, here you go. No one's going to do that. You're going to say, man, I don't know you. I'm going to give you two grand until I get to know you. Same thing as it relates to other issues of life. So this hadith is about that. That man came. He killed 99 people. He said to the community, guide me to someone. I want to make toba. They guided him to the man who prays a lot. He shouldn't fast in Ramadan, but he's going to fast in Ramadan. He should shorten his prayer when he's traveling, but he doesn't do it. No, no no, comprehension of the deen, but he has ikhlas. So the murderer say, hey, I done killed 99 people, and I want to make toba. Can I make toba? That man did something that the prophet warned us of. He warned the da'i of, he warned the father of, the mother, he warned the practice in Muslim of. That man closed the door in the face of the one who was attacked. Ibn I- Allah, he's making Toba, and a man closed the door. He was shocked. You killed 99 people. You have the nerve to ask? Can you make Toba? He said, "Lah, you can't make Toba." Why do you want to be a martyr? So the da'i, the Muslim, he has to have farasa, he has to have insight, he has to have some common sense. This man is a murderer. And maybe in his jacket you could see blood coming out of his pocket because he just killed some people. And you're going to give him that fatwa? No, I don't think he can make toba. But I'm going to say, man, let me get your number. I'm going to call you back. And let me, I'm busy. Or, or you can make toba and I get out of here and tell him you can't make toba if that's what I believed. So he killed them and made it 100. He went back to the people and told the people, hey, people, I told you, guide me to someone who knows a religion. They sent them to a scholar. When he went to the scholar, the scholar looked at the situation and said, What will come between you and your toba? Abdullah, what will come between you and making toba to a tawab? What will come between you? What would be a barrier? There are some barriers, but this man has ikhlas, and he's making the situation known. He said, you can make toba, but you just can't sit down and make toba. Astaghfirullah Allah wa atubu ilayh. Astaghfirullah Allah wa atubu ilayh. That's not enough. He said, if you want to make Tawbah, real Tawbah, like Allah mentioned, Ya ayyu amen, و ilallahi Tawbatin nasuha. Do the Tawbah that's pure, the real Tawbah. Not the lip profession, that stuff. Do the real one. And it has conditions. In order to make toba, you have to have ikhlas, sincerity. In order to make toba, you've got to stop doing that thing that you were doing. got to say, I'm not going back to that thing that I was doing. If you want to make toba and you usurped and took someone's haq and their rights, you have to give that thing back to them if you have the ability to do that. Some scholars say three conditions, some say four, but the point is, just don't make toba like that. If you want to make toba then you have to leave this place where you are. This community that allowed you to kill 100 people, you got to leave them. Because this is a terrible community. If there's a place where someone can kill 100 of the community members, then there's a problem. They're not doing al-amr b-maruf al-nahi al-munkar. And the Prophet told us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if you people don't do Al-Amr bil Maruf and Al-Nahil Munkar, Allah will destroy everybody. And that's what happened to Bani Israel. If you read the Quran, they were turned into pigs and monkeys. They were turned into qirada and khanazir. The tafsir of the ayat is that those people who did the evil from those times of Bani Israel, the ones who did the evil, they were the ones who were turned into pigs, because they did the evil. And the ones who saw it, heard it, knew about it, and they didn't say anything. They didn't say anything about the truth, they just let it happen. Everybody put their head in the sand, as if it doesn't exist, they were turned into monkeys. So in our religion, our mother came and said, Ya Rasulallah, هل وَفِينَ Will we and could we as an ummah Could we be destroyed and we have righteous people We have ulama We have awliya We have hufad of the Quran We have muhaddithun, We have Usuliyun, We have good decent people In this Muslim community Around the globe People who Allah loves Can we be destroyed? He said yes If you don't make an amr maruf and an Nahil munkar so you're a person who prays and people don't put their foot next to your foot. and people are not putting up the plugging in the rolls and things are happening that you can see in the masjid, in the car park, inside of the masjid. would I you have a responsibility to make an umr and nah al This is from the benefit of this hadith. It's just that their community was on an extreme level and that they allowed the guy to kill one hundred people. So, you want to make Toba? You can make Toba. Just don't sit down, twiddle your thumbs, and do lip profession. You have to get up and leave this place. Leave the environment where you are. So, in the audience right now, some of us are newly practicing, some of us are brand spanking new Muslims. If you're trying to grow and develop in Islam, don't stay with the people who pull you back. So, the people. help you to do evil if you don't change your friends, the environment you'll only do as much good as they allow you to do by Allah's permission you have to cut them off you have to cut off the people or the excess luggage it could be your wife, it could be your husband, it could be your parents your mother, your father, it could be the culture the culture of Ghiba, Namim and hate and all that now when we cut those people off we modify how much time we're with them. We're not gonna cut our mothers off and so forth and so on. So the man had a he came searching. And then he listened. He said, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stop what I'm doing. And he went. On the way he died. The prophet said he died. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And with a ni'ma death he had, because, as he said in another hadith, this is important, Innam al-amal Bil you will be judged by the last thing you do, ya Abdullah. So right now, the last thing we're doing right now, we're in the masjid, praying salat al-isha, we're listening, giving the class and so forth and so on, and we're studying our religion with wubu. If we get up and we leave here, if we die during this, we get up and we die, it's a good sign, inshallah. So that man, he went, he died. Allah, he sent the angels of Rahmah, and the angels of azab. So we understand in our iman about the mala'ika, they have a lot of numbers, they created from Noor. they don't display Allah, we don't say they are the core or untha, we don't say male, female, we don't say that. Those mala'ika got wings, two, three, so many, 600. And from them, there are the mala'ika of an-nar, an azab, like Malik, he's an angel of punishment. Whereas those who are in the the Jannah Uh, Some people in the audience They have the name Ridwan They say that Ridwan is the name of the angel Who's in charge of the Jannah It's not authentic It's not authentic What he's called in the authentic hadith is The Khazin of a Jannah He's called the Khazin The guard The one who's responsible for the Jannah Rasulullah will come and knock on the door He said and the Khazin of the Jannah will say Who is that? Rasulullah says, me, Muhammad. He said, I've been waiting for you. I've been told not to open up the door for anyone before you. So he called him the Khazan, not Radwan. So those angels disputed about who had more rights to his body the Jannah or the Nahr, the Adab or the Rahmah. Those angels of Adab, this is important in our deen. They said, we have more right to his body and his soul because he killed a hundred people. And murder is big in our religion. Listen, listen. I mean, we may sit here and we listen to the story and it's just a story. But you got to think further and beyond that. Rasulullah is a sadiq al-masduq. He's not telling us a story. This is real business. So if the man killed 100 people... He left 100 women as, what do you call them again? Armalah, widows. He left 100 families with orphans, mothers and fathers who missed their sons. And the hadith didn't say that he only killed men, maybe he killed some women, who knows? He killed an abid. So if he kills someone who's praying all the time, you can imagine how you feel about other people. So just imagine the fitting of that man. The fitting in society that he was responsible for. So those maniac of punishment said, we have more right. He didn't do any good, and he killed 100 people. And that's the haq. The other... Malaika said, no, we have more rights, because after he did that, he turned to Allah with Toba and he was making a trip, his niyyah, he didn't complete the trip, not only did he not complete the trip, but he fell halfway in the tariq, in tasafat tariq, he got halfway and he died right there. There's one of the hadith that the scholars of Islam use to show that the angels are better than human beings, but we won't get into that right now. The man fell halfway. Allah told the earth to move towards... Allah sent another a man, Allah sent someone to judge between the malaika While they were arguing, they were having this discussion. And we mentioned last week... Musa argued with Harun. Musa argued with Adam. Rasulullah had misunderstandings with his wife. Fatiman Ali had misunderstandings. Abu Bakr and Umar had misunderstandings. There's a hadith that said that the malaika ikhtasamu. They argue between themselves about other things. Not arguing with negativity, but they got a side and they have a side. So in this case, They had ikhtisam Ikhtasamah They were varied positions Allah sent a judge between them who said Judge the distance and measure the distance from where he was going Coming from to where he was going Whichever side is shorter Then that's who gets him And this is important Mother and father If you're ever a judge Sometimes it's not easy to get to the truth And sometimes it is Sometimes the ruling is you got to give some to get some. In the religion of Islam, you have two situations. Try to work with both of them instead of getting rid of one. Try to work with them. So sometimes when you give rulers and judgments. These are some of the most beneficial rulers and judgments. Those people who can look at it and say, yes, let me do justice to everybody. It doesn't always have to be black and white. So do that thing and let's see what happens. When that was suggested, Allah caused the earth to move towards the man so the man's body went further that way. Which is a very important point in fiqh, this hadith. And that is, when you go to people for judgment, you got a problem with your wife, whatever. You got a problem with a brother, you come to the man. He doesn't want to sit there and waste time with you and your wife. If your wife doesn't like what he says, she kick up a storm if you don't like, and it just keeps going. No. You got a judgment before you even render your judgment. If you want me to be a judge between you and two, you two, then you got to agree right now that both of you agree to what I say. You're not going to go anywhere else after me, and you're not going to keep calling me after that. Do you two agree? And that's what Allah gave us in this hadith right now. By sending that other one to make the judgment. Allah said in the Qur'an about the husband and wife, When If the husband and the wife are going to get divorced and your fear is at that point, then bring a judge from his side, an elder, someone he respects, she respects from his side. And bring someone similar from her side. Could be the man, could be the woman, uncle, or whoever They don't even have to be relatives And Imam and Iman Before those two judge They say, do you two agree That whatever we decide, you're gonna take it? Yes, and then you can't go against that So that one said that and that's what happened So the man went to Jannah This hadith is a tremendous hadith in islam In terms of the fawaid and the ahkam and the adab of the hadith there's a hadith we really should take our time because it is impregnated with a lot of benefits at the top of the list at the top of the list everybody here is sinning without a doubt and everybody here are making sins that if other people knew people were making those sins they go, ooh, what's up with that? but we have to have one with each other from the names of Allah he is as-sateer as-sateer And from his characteristics You hibbu sitar as Allah is the one who conceals He puts a veil And He hides people's nakedness And their mistakes And their faults And you shouldn't go out in public Doing those things All of my ummah will be forgiven for their sins Except those who broadcast who are those who broadcast Ya Rasulullah? He said they're the people who, they make mistakes and they make sense under the curtain and the veil of night. People don't know. Obscurity. They don't know that he did this, he did that. But then they come out and they start broadcasting, Hey, I did this, and I did that, and I did this, and I did that. And he starts sharing that with people. Because when that happens, in society, those kind of things and revelations, the hearts of the people, as the Ayah said, Bel Rana ala your heart becomes dark and dark and dark and dark. You can't distinguish between right and wrong. So if we start broadcasting, we did this, we did that, and this and they did that. So the TikTok culture with our girls, our boys doing doing stuff, that stuff kills El Iman and ghira, jealousy. So the one who does that won't be forgiven. He's the one, he did a sin, mistake, Allah covered him, he came out and he broadcast it. This hadith Ikhwani shows everybody here Allah will forgive and can forgive every sin. One of the biggest sins in Islam is murder. It's from the seven things that will destroy you. It's Shtanibu, As-Saba Al-Mubiqat. Stay away from the seven major sins. And one of them he mentions Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam النَّفْسَ الَّتِي حَرَّمَ اللَّهِ حَرَّمَهَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ Killing a soul that doesn't deserve to be killed. That could be crashing in a car, that could be you're an electrician, you built the house, the building, you didn't do your job like in the Muslim world. The building will fall down on you in certain African countries where we come from because they cut corners. You just grease the dude's hand, who's going, he's supposed to come and check, did you do everything right, did you stick to the coal, just pay him off, and the building falls. Something was faulty. You sold someone a car, man sold them a car, and the wheel is loose. Something is wrong. You'll be responsible for that. So the Nabi sallallahu told us, stay away from it, listen, ikhwani, shirk is a major sin. Some of the scholars like. Ibn Hazm said, I don't know any sin greater than the salat coming in and going out and a person doesn't pray. He believed that was the biggest sin. Some said it was magic and some said murder. Some said according to the tartib of this hadith, stay away from the seven major sins. Murder is up there. If it's not second, it's way up there. Allah said about murder and as it relates to killing a believer, وَمَا كَانَ يَقْتُلَ mu'minan إِلَّا It's not okay for a believer to kill another believer, except by mistake. He didn't mean to do it. But if he kills him intentionally, oh boy. If you kill him by mistake, then you free a slave. You fast two months. You do things for expiation. You give them blood money because it was a mistake. But if you kill someone, any soul, any soul, it's a major sin. But the believing soul is even worse. It's even worse. Allah mentioned about murder in Surah An-Nisa, Anyone who intentionally kills a Muslim, Allah Azza wa will put him in the hell fire forever. Allah will be angry with him. Allah will curse him. Allah will prepare for him a grievous punishment. Five punishments for one sin that's been mentioned. It's a big thing. Big! And we look right now, the blood of the Muslim in the Muslim world is cheap. The blood of the Muslim right here in the streets of Coventry, the streets of Birmingham, cheap. Liverpool, Muslim kids are killing other people over nonsense. Whereas we're supposed to look at this issue like, the way we look at shirk, man that's big. I'm not doing no shirk. The way we look at zina, you have to look at murder like that. The way you look at those major crimes, you have to look at murders way up there. There are some hadith that would suggest like this ayat, he will be in the hellfire forever, Allah said. But will he be in a hellfire forever? If someone murders someone and he didn't make it halal, he won't be in a hellfire forever. That's zajr That's to show you how serious it is. And there's a hadith that the Prophet mentioned Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Sallam Mar. o A man will always have an opportunity in his religion, you know, to go to Jannah, as long as he didn't shed blood, that's haram. So you can understand if you shed blood that's haram, you're not going to Jannah. But no, that's not the case, as long as a person doesn't make istihlaw. So very quickly, because the time is flying. What did Allah would just say about this issue? There is nobody here that has killed 100 people. And Allah forgave this man who killed 100. So as you sit there, don't listen to these hardcore people who tell you close the door in your face. Rasulullah says, sallallahu alaihi wasallam call ahlak anas for huwa ahlakuh ahlak from ihlak and another way is huwa ahlakuh ismu mu if anybody says the people are no good the people are destroyed that's his opinion he looks at all the fitna, and the drama in the community in the dunya yeah, he's just real dark and dirty, he doesn't like it. He said, man, I ain't giving no dawah. The people are innovation, they're making shirk. Look at all the new, the, the, the ma'asi. I'm not giving any dawah. The people are no good. Prophet Muhammad said, anybody who has that opinion, then you're the one who destroyed them. Or you're more destroyed than they are. Don't you know that Allah is al-ghafur-rahim and Allah is al and al-halim and al-latif. Don't you know that Eliza Joe forgave a man who killed 100 people? The lady, she doesn't wear hijab, and she had a baby out of wedlock, and she's your relative. And what she did is, no doubt about that, but we're we going to do a, uh, we're going to do a, uh, what do you call that, murder, what do you call that murder again, Anna murder? She made toba, she in the UK, she's in the UK, she made toba from what she used to do, clubbing, drinking. She used to be drunk in the streets. People knew her. And she'd make toba And we don't want to let in our house for the Eid and other... No, what are you talking about? She may be better than everybody in the house. She may be. And that's what Umar used to say. He used to say, radiallahu anhu, that the people who he was afraid for Islam, that people would grow in al-Islam who didn't know jahiliyyah the way they knew jahiliyyah. They used to drink, they used to do zina, they used to do murders, they used to do all that stuff. Highway robbery, all that stuff. So now they had an appreciation for El Islam. Whereas the people were born and raised in Islam, they don't know all of that stuff. So they just like the poor innocent bunny rabbit. Just there getting ready to get slaughtered with a knife. So if people make toba, no matter what they did, if they make toba, we got to accept that from them. But does that mean I have to give him money and he robbed a bank? And he may talk, Nah, I'm not giving any money, I need my money. But we don't hold those sins against the person what he did. So this hadith clearly shows that, that no one should give dawah like that. You're done. You're finished. You're going to hell fire. You're no good. You're a catheter. What are you talking about? Don't talk to people like that and don't look at people like that. Allah mentioned in the Quran qul أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ asrafu ala anfusihim la رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ rahmatillahi اللَّهَ yaghfiru dhunuba jami'a Tell these people ya Muhammad all oh my servants Allah said don't despair from the rahmah of Allah Allah will forgive all sins So there are some people who overthink some people who have anxiety some people, that says how they have been built and they're created. So when they make mistakes, they feel bad, but they worry themselves. As Allah said to the Prophet, You may worry yourself to death until you die, Ya Muhammad. Worry about these people. Don't do that. And the Prophet stopped that. Because he wanted them to come into Islam So he used to worry that his people would die on kufr So some people are like that If they make a mistake They keep kicking themselves in the head Keep kicking them He make a mistake Make toba Get back on track and keep going Allah forgives all sins And then he mentions subhanahu wa ta'ala in another ayah That there's one sin he doesn't forgive nullaha. مَا يَغْفِرُ يُشْرَكَ بِهِ وَيَغْفِرُ ذَٰلِكَ لِمَن يَشَاءُ وَمَن يُشْرَكَ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ ضَلَّ Allah will not forgive ever, ever, ever under any circumstances, no exception to the rule. He will never, ever, ever forgive the person who makes shik with him. But he'll forgive everything other than that, the ayah said. And whoever made shit with Allah, he has gone clearly astray. So listen, it's important. The man who killed 50, uh, 100 people, he's worse than the one who put tattoos on his body. So someone like in the Arab world right now, especially the Khalij, some of these kids are coming here to study. Back in the day, the most you would get from those Arabs from the Gulf states is they like leave their hair wild and the girls went and wear hijab while they were here. But now, hip-hop culture. You know they got hip-hop in the Arab world. Now, hip-hop over there. So now they put tattoos on the body. And other people do that. Our kids do it. Hey, tattoo, he did that. Although you may detest it, you may not like it. It's not shit billah Allah. can forgive him. He put tattoos on his body, and he was, uh, he was, he was, on that um, he was a homosexual, you know. And now I have to be all, I have to be all sensitive. What I'm going to say? Could I even use that word? I got to be all. Can could, could I use that word now? Now we're we're tied. Now our tongues tied. Could I use that word now? So it's a major sin, and it's against our religion. But can I say that in this democracy? Can I say that? So if a man or woman were to do those things, they don't become non-Muslims, murdering 100 people is worse than that. 100, worse than that. So you just look at whoever you know, look at yourself first and foremost, we look at ourselves, don't give up from, don't despair from the Rahman. Look what Allah said in the Quran. Ayat after ayat, Wa rahmati Allah said, I will punish with my Adab whoever I want to punish with my Adab. But my Rahmah has spread out and it has encompassed everything. The angels of Adab and the angels of a One hadith the Prophet said that Allah said about his his Rahma, Rahmati, ghadadi. my mercy, my mercy has overpowered my my punishment, my anger. So Allah is a saboor. A saboor meaning He could just take everybody. If Allah were to take everybody to account for what He did, what He she didn't do, or what She should have done, what He shouldn't have done, Allah wouldn't have left anybody on the earth. It'll take him us all. So don't look around at people and you look down on yourself and you look at... Uh, Allah wouldn't have left anybody on the face of the earth because we're not doing enough. But his Rahmah overpowers that. So he gives children and the person is still disobedient. He gives good health, money, job, so forth and so on. So that's one of the mini-ayat, mini ayat many many ayat as for the ahadith of the Prophet, for hadith walaharaj. This hadith is supported by other ahadith and many ayat. Allah said mirohilahi illal komul kafirun. Ya Muslim, don't you ever give up hope and despair about the mercy of Allah upon you, upon our ummah, upon our community. That's how some people are. They're just so negative. After the khutbah the other day, a brother came to me, and there were people who wanted to give me salams, in and out. That brother came and cut everybody, and he really went in, and he was aggressive, an older brother. He was telling me, oh, these khutbahs don't mean nothing, and all that, no benefit. I said, Sheikh, what do you mean a khutbah ain't no benefit? You see all these people in this masjid? Juma is on their shoulders. Why, By making this khutbah and being in this masjid, We got the wujub thing off our shoulders. What are you talking about? There's no benefit from the khutbah. But that's how negative he was. We're finished. Everything is messed up. That's not how we look. The Muslim is the one who says, This glass is half full. And from the ibadat of Al Islam that are in your heart, that can't be seen, they're not apparent, is we have to have a tawakkul. We have to have al fear of Allah. We have to have a raja We have to hope. This is the Umm of Muhammad. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Habib of Allah جل, And the Sayyid of Bani Adam. And Allah Ta'ala promised him that he won't yukhzihi, He won't debase him, won't put him down. Allah told him he's gonna put him up, his umm and everything. But we have to go through the cleansing process. Don't be a negative guy. Don't be a negative person. And if you know someone like that, those negative don't, you don't want to marry a wife who's like that. You don't want to marry a woman or a man. Everything is negative. Everything. We just got married. Let's keep our marriage. We're going to go to the park, have a picnic. I ain't going out there. There's too many squirrels out there. No, it's always going to be something. You want to marry a man who's malleable and a woman who's malleable. You don't want that rough, tough, gangster guy or girl. And you don't want that negative person. And unfortunately, in some of our cultures, since I come to the UK, in some of our cultures, that thing is embedded in the culture. Haters. I think that word came from the culture of some people. I don't know, you know that, don't be a hater, they're haters. I think that word came from the culture of some of us. Because you can't understand, why the aunties hating on their nephews and their nieces? And his sisters and brothers. What what is this about? We, and I'm sure, I don't want to say, how many of you know people like, it's prevalent. Haters. So, the Muslim is positive. He doesn't say, Allah won't forgive you. Look at these ahadith and we'll finish. And there are many. What are we talking about now? We are talking about, ya Abdullah, there is not a person here except that he makes sense. (laughs) Kullu bani adam. Khatta'un. Some scholars for your information said that hadith is da'if for the students of knowledge. Go back and read about the chain of narration because that's from the ahadith We hear that a lot. We just think it's... Some scholars say that hadith is not authentic. Inshallah it's authentic though. All of Adam's children make mistakes and the best of those who make mistakes are the ones who make tawbah. Adam made a mistake. He went to the tree. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah said about him, لِيَغْفِرَ اللَّهُ لَكَ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِن ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَآخَرَ In surah al-fath' إِنَّا فَتَحْنَا لَكَ Fathan فتح مُبِينًا Ya Muhammad, we gave you a great, magnificent, uh, فتح, victory. So that Allah will forgive you what went forth of your sins. The ones you already did and the ones that's gonna come. They saw him praying, praying, praying His feet started to swell Praying to Hajjur. They say, Ya Rasulullah Aisha Why are you doing this? Allah has forgiven you for your sins went before And what's going to come? He said, Afala akun abdin shakura He make mistakes But not the kabair He make mistakes That's how Allah created Bani Adam Maybe I can make mistakes And from those mistakes Is murder And other than that the Hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has tremendous Hadith, Ekhwanee. He said that In Allaha yabsut yadhu bil-lail liyutub masiul-nahar, wyaabsut yadhu bil-nahar liyutub Masiu Layl hatta tatra al-shams min maghribiha. Remember this Hadith. Verily Allah stretches his hand out during the nighttime so that the one who made sins during the daytime can ask for forgiveness no matter what he did and verily Allah stretches out his hands during the daytime so that the one who made mistakes at nighttime can make toba and that happens every day until the sun rises from the west so the sun rises from the east and sets in the west the sun is going to rise and do the opposite thing isn't that how it goes? the sun comes up from which way? you guys sure about that? the sun comes up from the east and it sets in the west the maghrib so every day in the morning in the night people are sinning doing the day and doing the night one person is sinning all day and all night Another person is sinning mostly in the night Another one is sinning mostly in the daytime He works so he doesn't pray during the night Whatever it is, in the night life, whatever the situation is But every day Allah puts his hand out to accept the forgiveness So this hadith shows the sifa, the characteristic Allah has hands Subhanahu wa ta'ala He has two hands, both of his hands are right hands that's one of the delils for that. This hadith shows that the door of a tawbah is maftoah. Day and night until Yom qiyamah. The door of tawbah is maftuah. The time that it closes is when the sun rises from the west. No Toba. And also if a person dies. وَلَيْسَ تَتَوْبَةُ لِلَّذِينَ وَلَيْسَ إِنَّمَا عَلَى الَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ The next ayah وَلَيْسَ لِلَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ السَّيِّئَاتِ حَتَّى إِذَا أَحْدُهُمْ الْمَوْتِ قَالْ إِنِّي تُوْبْتَ الْأَن is not for the one who keeps doing sins and stuff and then death comes to him and he said I make Toba like Faraon Faraon he said I believe in the Lord of Harun and Musa al it's too late now, you're in trouble. The hadith of the Nabi wasallam mentioned in Allah yaqbalu ma lam yugharghir Allah will accept the tawbah of the slave as long as he doesn't ghargo. Yugharghir When he's about to die. If you ever saw a dying person, they, 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 they want to live. An angel is taking his soul and they do that sound. <laughs> Once that happened, stick a fork in them, you done. No toba at that time. Because the person sees the reality of la ilaha illallah at that moment. He sees the reality of it. And that's when he says, Kuntu yeah, I wish I was just dirt. It's too late right now. It's too late. So, toba is open. Toba is open all the time. This, this is really important. This is really, really, really important. One of the greatest scholars of Islam is Shaykh al-Islam ibn al-Qayyim He's not masoom Ibn al-Qayyim concerning this hadith I just told you about the hand of Allah He reaches out in the day and the night time Which goes to show Tawbah is always open the door Don't wait until you make Umrah for Tawbah Don't wait until you make Hajj for Tawbah The young man said okay I wait until I get married and then I start praying What are you talking about? I wait until I get married and I start wearing hijab when my husband tell me to wear hijab I'm gonna make peace in Ramadan on the 27th night of Ramadan. I'm gonna make tawbah in. La yaqi, you got it. You got it wrong. It's not like that. Allah commanded, Wasari'u ila maghfiratim min rabikum wa jannatin arduha al-sama'atu wa al-ar'ud, al Hurry up and make tawbah. Hurry up. Hurry up. And hurry up and go seek that Jannah whose width is like the heavens and the earth. It's been prepared for those who have taqwa. al Muslim. Hurry up and do the good deeds because the fitna is gonna come like a dark night. We can't see barely out that door. That's what it means. The fitna is out there. It's light in here, but it's so much stuff chiseling out of our deen. This is just an example, It's no one here. Can you imagine to the masjid and in his house his wife is calling somebody else. He's in his masjid trying to do the right thing and his children, he don't want to leave his children home because the child is home doing a wow, some wow, fit in. So the hadith said, hurry up and do the fit in. He said, ta'ajjlu bil hajj, qablin yurfa' haza al-bayt. Hurry up and make Hajj before this house is raised up. Two years we were not allowed to make Hajj. Two years, nobody thought something like that would happen. Well that cob is going to be destroyed one day, so hurry up and do the good deeds. Toba is from the best deeds. We have to do the best deeds, all of us, ASAP. Ibn Qayyim, get this, you got to get this. He said this hadith of Allah stretches his hand out in the night and the day. He said, this hadith shows something many people sleep on And that is It's one of those hadith that show the importance of making al-mubadar And hurry up and making toba Hurry up And that if you don't hurry up and make toba from the mistake Then your ta'khir Your delay in the toba Is a sin on top of the other sin So let's just go and let's just say Someone stole something today he stole it today Well Allah puts his hand out He should make toba immediately Before today, this is the night time Allah stole today, forgive me So he did it quickly But if he doesn't and he procrastinates He leaves that sin, another sin, another sin, no toba Another one, another Every day Allah is putting his hand out to give him an opportunity But he's delaying, he's delaying Now when he makes toba He makes toba for the mistake but he has to make toba for the other sin of delaying your toba. So you just don't make toba and say, ah, oh, Allah, forgive me for this, 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 that. You have to, we, we have to make toba to Allah for the tasweef, for the procrastination, because it's a sin. We're supposed to do it right away. Don't wait for a week. You did that mistake today. Well, hurry up and make toba before the night time, or when the night time. Don't let five, six, seven weeks and months go by. Don't do that. And that's why it's important, ikhwani, that we learn those dua from the jawamin al-kalim. Those ayat, and take the, uh, the dua, the ayat, because they don't leave anything out. Rabbana la aw You make that dua. Don't hold me responsible if I forget or if I make a mistake. The sayyid al-istighfar. Got to memorize that. Because in the words, all the bases are covered concerning the toba. Allah, I I, I, I acknowledge that, you know, I made mistakes. And I'm asking you to forgive me all my mistakes. And that's why some of his dua used to be, oh, Allah, forgive me for my sins. Dikkuha. Julluha, Forgive me for the big mistakes I made and the little ones. The ones I remember, the ones I don't remember. The ones I did in public, the ones I didn't do in public. So from these hadith in the Amini as well, is the other hadith, Qudsi. Those of you who have the 40 hadith of Imam al nawi he put it in the book, the Prophet wasallam said that Allah said, O oh son of Adam If you make dua to me And you have raja, You hope You hope That thing you have with the jinn Gets sorted out That thing that you have with the magic Gets sorted out You're not married You are married You got problems You need a job Ar-raja, I hope Allah is going to help me out Allah is going to protect us nobody can, hold, nobody can hurt you if Allah didn't want it And if Allah decrees something Now no one should open up a door of drama No reason Nobody. Hey, if they said to you I want to ask you guys this question Somebody said to you Everybody here change your name From the beautiful Islamic names that you have And change your name to someone Where you could just go under the radar And nobody know you a Muslim Would you guys do that? We're not going to do that. Change my name. Where wait, wait, does it stop? Next thing you're going to come and ask me to change how I look. Cut off my beard. Do that, And then you're going to ask me, bleach my skin? No, I'm not bleaching my skin. I'm not changing my name. I don't want to throw myself in harm's way. But if it comes that way, it's from the qadr of Allah. I couldn't miss me. And couldn't miss us. So he said, if you make dua to me and you have hope... Then I will forgive you for whatever you did And I don't care what you did Allah said And then he said in the second part of the hadith O son of Adam O son of Adam If you did all of the sins And your sins reached all the way up to the sky And you ask forgiveness for me, I'll forgive you. Allah said. All of the sins kill a million people. And in the last part of the hadith he said, that Allah tabarak wa ta'ala said Ya ibn adam, lo anna ka ataytani walam tushrak bi shay'ah. لَوْ أَنَّكَ أَتَيْتَنِي بقرب الْأَرْضِ ثُمَّ لَقِيتَنِي لَا تُشْرِكْ بِي شَيْئًا أتيتك بقربها مَغْفِرَةٍ وَلَا أُبَالِي Importance of a tawheed and the danger of a shirk O oh son of Adam, if you come to me and you meet me with the sins that have filled up everything but you didn't make shirk with me, I will forgive you and I don't care what you did. Because you have that tawheed. So all of those hadith Ikhwani, they showed me, we don't give up hope of the mercy of Allah, that's the point. As a Muslim, as a dying, we have to have a good opinion about Allah, husn bil The hadith Qudsi said, Allah will be to a slave the way his slave thinks Allah is. I'm the way my slave thinks I am You believe Allah is the protector Allah can take care of it Allah will take care of it inshallah Allah promised you He doesn't break the promise You're weak, you're in need Allah deals with people like that ikhwani. So those are just a few of the mini adilla that go to show The bab of Atoba is open And I have to say this You know what I mean Allah. لَاللَّهُ Afrahu, بِتَوْبَةِ عَبْدِهِ مِنْ أَحَدِكُمْ Allah is more happy than one of you. Allah becomes Farhan, more happy. From His characteristics He gets happy in a way that befits His majesty. He said, if one of you were on your, your camel or your horse in the middle of the desert and then you fell off or whatever and he ran away, in the middle of the desert, in the middle of that wide space of desert, or you're in the middle of the ocean, Hadith said the desert, and then somehow your camel came back to you out of nowhere. If that would have happened, it's party time, because you thought you were dead. I mean, we can't even imagine that. The people who can appreciate this are people who've been stranded, like our brothers and sisters in Pakistan a few weeks ago. That snow that fell on them and they were stranded and they died. Rahmatullah alayhim. When they were in that condition and each hour was passing and they started freezing and their bodies started to, you know, what happens when you're cold, they would have loved for a helicopter just to come over, or a big truck to come, rescuers. You know how happy you are at that moment? Prophet Muhammad said, one man, this happened to him in the desert. He was in the desert, his animal ran off. He just went under the tree to die. Like that snow. Those people died. After some time When I saw pictures of it And they opened up the door One of the kids didn't even have socks on I, It was surreal I was like why they didn't have socks on They said that they were in the cars And it was the, the fumes that killed them May Allah put them all in Jannah, Put them all in Jannah And help their families If someone came out of nowhere After that snowstorm And helped them You know how happy that person is going to be Rasulullah said Allah is more happier than that more happy when the slave makes toba when the slave makes toba so all of those hadith they clearly show they clearly indicate Allah is forgiven so therefore we cannot be those people who close the door in concluding I want to say this I said if he is, as I told you so many times, Ikhwani, the Kitab and the Sunnah according to the understanding of the companions, without any hisbiah and without this thing about hating Muslims and things like that, no, just even if you could put that word aside, if it was possible, let's put it aside because it makes people misunderstand, but I'm not going to be shy and embarrassed about saying what I believe, I'm coming to Islam to play around with religion. A salafia is what Imam Ahmed talked about. It's what Imam Al-Shafi talked about. It's what Imam al talked about. What Imam Abu Hanifa talked about. So if we're true that we love those people, now oh, I don't got to be shy about that. But we have to understand a salafiyyah is what those companions did. How they understood the religion, and they were not people who were rough and tough closing the door of Rahmah in front of the community. You're a deviant, you're a deviant, you're a deviant Don't listen to me, you're a deviant Man, we're not trying to hear that kind of da'wah We want to hear da'wah that I got a chance to go to Jannah I'm not asking you to bend the rules But make me feel that when I became a Muslim It was for a good reason Don't make me feel like whenever I see a Muslim I never saw him in my life And because I don't know him He doesn't look what I think he should look like And I don't like Don't. Don't leave me, miss me with that da'wah That's not our religion Our religion is hikmah, putting things in the right place. It's the Bedouin man urinating in the masjid in front of everybody and the prophet having jintu behavior with him. And we dealt with that hadith. I'm that Bedouin. You're the Bedouin. That young boy who wanted to get married. And he said, Yad saw, give me permission to make zina. Because he was sincere Prophet Muhammad said No, 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 no I'm not going to give you permission for that But the people didn't like what he did But Prophet Muhammad made dua for him And he said Allah took that thing away from me That man broke his fast in the month of Ramadan By having relationships with his wife Doing the daytime during the daytime And that man wound up taking the dates away I don't have time to go through that hadith, the hadith. He made the mistake Of breaking his fast So Allah gave him the sadaq of dates instead of him having to give them to people it was for his own self were there times when the nabi was shadid and strong and Yeah. No. but the asal is take it easy with the people take it easy with the people yahi. take it easy with the people alright we're going to stop here inshallah if you guys have any questions, five minutes we'll just do questions for five minutes bithenillah any questions, Khani? Someone dies 3 weeks a lot. I don't know anything about that. Huh? He got ill and then he died. And what's the 3 what weeks about what? she couldn't pray because of the sickness Allah doesn't burden people beyond their scope that's a principle in our religion Allah doesn't burden anyone beyond his scope just remember that as we embark upon the month of Ramadan our elders 70, 80 year old relatives, people were sick they don't have to fast at all because Allah doesn't make things difficult for them in the religion So if this happened to this person The Prophet stopped going to the masjid Leading the people in the prayer when he got sick And he prayed in the house And told the people, let Abu Bakr lead And you know he's going to always come out as the leader But he stayed home Why? Because it was, beyond his. he had a bad headache He wasn't feeling well He was very sick Umar got stabbed praying Got stabbed did not come out anymore. He wasn't praying anymore. They were trying to save his life by Allah's permission. They kept trying to keep him awake. They gave him the milk. It came out of his intestines, his stomach. They said he's gonna lie. he's gonna die. No one expect him to get up and go pray. Can't pray in that condition. So a Muslim who's in that gay buba, the in the ICU, I forgot what they call it here. What they call it here? ICU, intensive care unit. Where we come from. What is it here? I see you. So we pray to Allah to make it easy for our brothers and sisters. So we have the Qadr. Let me just make this disclaimer. I believe homosexuality is haram, me, me, I believe that. So I was just giving that example not to put anybody down, it was an example for our community to say, most Muslims from the fitrah don't ever accept homosexuality from the fitrah the vast majority of us don't accept it and we embrace it as being haram the vast majority of us so I want to speak to the minds of some of the people from our ummah who if someone made this sin of homosexuality I don't condone it I don't endorse it haram you can't hurt those people who have that lifestyle whether they're Muslims or not There's a law You got to obey the law I'm giving that example to say Hey Muslims If you see someone with a tattoo on his body While he's making Tawaf Don't say to him Hey you're a Catholic Get away from the Kaaba Someone goes to the public To the judge To the court And he puts his hand on a Bible And swears by the Bible Like they do Don't say that he's a Catholic don't say he's a Catholic, This is what I'm saying. That's what I was doing. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.